News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 142 of the Luke Messia Show, guys. Today we are going to be talking about the racist healthcare system here in Texas. It's actually more of like an anti-white, anti-Asian healthcare system, to be specific. We're going to talk to you about the information that came out over the weekend and some of the problems that that shows about what we have going on here in Texas. Um, I was talking to the team when I got here and realized that two of the last three episodes have had me wearing a black sweater. And so I feel like I just need to tell you, for those of you who watch this show, um, I own like two or three black sweaters. And so I'm not – I think it's two. I think it's, it was three and I had to throw one away because I had holes in it and stuff like that. But the point is I'm not wearing the same thing, OK, just in case you're wondering or concerned. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to change it up. So here, here's what we have going on. Over the weekend, uh, reports came out and recordings got released from several infusion centers here in Texas where Texans are going when they get COVID. And one of the things that people are wanting to get and one of the most effective treatments that we know for COVID is monoclonal antibody treatments. Okay, so this um, I'm not going to explain it. I'm not a doctor, but you can know that this is, of course, a very effective treatment for COVID. It's something that a lot of Republicans have been pushing and Democrats to some extent, um, but in, in a lot of these areas, they're still just pushing the vaccine so much um, as opposed to showing how effective a lot of the treatments are. And so in this situation, if you're someone who contracts COVID, you're sick, you go, you want the best service you can get. And what we found was that um, that works unless you're white or Asian. And so just to give you, I think maybe Native Americans too. So we're going to show you, we're going to put a recording here of just one of the videos that got released over the weekend. So just take a listen. Texas Infusion Hotline, this is Dominique. Hi, Dominique. I'm just calling. <clears throat> is it true that you're not giving monoclonal antibody infusions to white people? Right. So a friend of mine uh, was down there uh, trying to get a monoclonal antibody infusion, and he was refused because he was not Hispanic or African American. They told him that they were only well, serving. There's... Okay, so there's eligibility criterias that we go by, and uh, African American and Hispanic are high-risk ethnicity groups, so that would be a qualifier. But that doesn't mean that we don't give it to white people. So it's it's for, we're prioritizing more vulnerable populations. So people who have an underlying medical condition, anyone who has an underlying medical condition can get it. But along with that, people with a BMI of 25 or higher, people who are 65 years of age or up, or uh, high-risk ethnicity groups can get it. So if you are a healthy, in-shape uh, Caucasian and you show up, you are not going to get a, an infusion? Based on the criteria that we go by right now, that is correct. 
Welcome to Texas, where critical race theory is alive and well. Um, Some people have tried to defend Texas and Governor Abbott by basically saying, well, the feds are the ones who are setting this criteria. So we didn't ourselves come up with the racist system. We're just implementing it. We're just We're just enforcing it. We are the enforcement arm of the federal government who has decided that we will racially distribute uh, monoclonal antibody treatments. Now, let me just give you an example, okay? If you are a 63-year-old, relatively healthy white guy or a 64-year-old, relatively healthy Asian woman and you go in to get monoclonal antibody treatments – You cannot get it. You do not qualify. If you're a diabetic, if you have heart problems, if you're pregnant, if you're over 65, or anybody who is black or Hispanic gets this treatment. That is how the system is being enforced in Texas. So if you're a 30-year-old Hispanic, I'm 31, I'm Hispanic, try to keep in shape, I go in, I don't have any, I can get the treatment. I'm good to go. But if you're 63, 64, and you're healthy-ish, and you're a white guy or an Asian guy, you're not getting the same treatment I'm getting. We have literally separated our healthcare system for COVID treatments into racial categories. And we've decided all of you people that look this way, you're good to go. And all of you people that look this way, you're good to go over here. Now, from a purely selfish perspective, I guess it's okay if this system stays in place. I guess it's okay if Texas just continues to say we're going to be the enforcement arm for a racially driven division in our healthcare system. Because I'm okay. I'm a messias. My wife's okay. She's a Macias. I mean, she's married. She's pretty white, for those of you who know her. But we, she has like a, a great-grandmother that was from Mexico. So I don't know. That's the other thing I'm not sure about. Like, it says Hispanic. Is this literally anybody? How do they even test this stuff? I'm wondering if it's like surname. It's probably just kind of looks-driven. I'm assuming if you're like really Caucasian-looking. E- mm, sorry. Do you have to, like, prove it? I was actually thinking about this. I, I almost should, like, have this episode sponsored by 23andMe. I'm just going to be completely honest. Because, like, if you're a white person in Texas or an Asian person, you should probably pay for 23andMe. And you should figure out. My brother did it, right? And we found out that, like, one 50th of, you know, the blood is, like, tied to Egypt in some way. And so if you could just get that map I bet you you'd be able to find some part of your DNA that has you tied into this group, this ethnicity that our state government here in Texas has decided gets top-level COVID treatment. So you should probably think about that. It's probably a healthy investment. I'm okay. I don't need to. My last name is Macias. I probably should spend some more time in the sun just in case I get COVID so I can walk in and kind of look the part. But that's where we're at in this state, and it should be rightfully criticized as it has been throughout the weekend. Some of these videos on Twitter have 
hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views. And you have people going, what the heck is going on here? What is driving this? And why is Texas doing this? It shouldn't happen. The Texas scorecard um, wrote on November 4th um, about some information that was uncovered. Don Huffines released it. I know several other people have written about it since then. Um, but a whistleblower came to uh, Don and his campaign and uh, provided them materials um, from the Department of Family Protective Services. And now, our, I mean, it was just a couple episodes ago we talked about the transgender ideology that was being driven at DFPS. This was episode 138, if you haven't listened to it. Um, and so <clears throat> this is new information. And so uh, I'd really recommend you go to Scorecard. I'd, I'd recommend that you actually read this piece and click and actually look at some of the materials that were uncovered. The reason I bring this up right now is that you need to understand that the critical race theory, racial dividing ideology is more prevalent than just the video I just played for you and the state agency, the Department of Health Services. This is DFPS. This is Child Protective Services. This is a state agency dedicated to protecting children. That's their job. And they have this required material for employees that actually have to go through. And it is some crazy stuff if you download the PDF. They have to watch these lectures given by critical race theory ideologists who have these ideas that they are giving you about who's oppressed and who's the oppressor and all these different things. And then they have you take a quiz. And in this quiz, you have to basically affirm that you do believe that America is a racist country that has institutions that have hurt certain races and that you have benefited, if you're white, from white privilege. And you then have to basically commit to being a social justice warrior. And if you don't, you take this quiz, like one to five. And if you rank one, if you like read a statement that says, you know, white privilege is horrible and America is a racist country and you do one, that means you disagree with that statement. OK, and then it adds up and it puts you in this little circle and the circle tells you how healthy you are in mind, body, spirit. And if you basically answer truthfully, like that's a bad idea, that's a dangerous racist concept, that's not true, this quiz will basically conclude that you have a weak mind, you have a weak body, you have a weak spirit. If you are a full-on progressive racial activist who believes in critical race theory, then you are very healthy in mind, body, and spirit. According to this quiz, this quiz, by the way, that state agencies are, or this state agency, probably other state agencies at this point, especially the Department of Health Services, it sounds like they would probably be pushing this same stuff. Guys, so this is in DFPS. This is what's happening with the monoclonal antibody treatments. Just this last session, just this last session, the Texas House passed a bill out of its uh, – chamber sent it to the Senate that had these that wanted to do all these racial tests in healthcare and see the disproportionality of the way healthcare treatment has been given to different races. The goal being that they would say, in fact, there was a lot of discussions on the floor, lawmakers who were going back and forth on it. The whole point of the disagreements were that they actually uh 
that, that, you know, black women or Hispanic men or whatever have received less health care than white people. And we need to study that in Texas and figure out how to fix it. Well, guess what? Now, because of this COVID treatment, now the white and Asian people are the ones who are getting mistreated. If this bill passes, they need to put that in the report. Now they have to say, well, guess what? Based on the last two years, there's been a disproportionality against white people and Asian people because they got cut out of the top shelf COVID treatment based on their ethnicity. Republicans just won the state of Virginia for the first time in a very long time. And the issue that drove the biggest shift in the polls was that Democrats came out and began to affirm their racist ideologies. Critical race theory has been taking over and becoming more and more prevalent within the Democrat Party. And it has gotten to the point to where it has to be something that you as a Democrat adhere to. And when parents started complaining about this stuff and trying to get it out of the schools, Terry McAuliffe came out and tried to put the kibosh on that and said parents can't be deciding what their kids are reading. And then that drove a bunch of parents with their kids in schools that voted for Joe Biden to cross over and vote Republican because they said, I get to decide what my kid learns. And I don't want this racist stuff being taught to them. That's an oversimplification, but that is the biggest net driver in Virginia. I promise you there is no other conflict that had a bigger effect. And everybody admits it, whether you're MSNBC or Fox News. MSNBC interprets it as white supremacy, which is absolutely imbecilic. Fox News says it's critical race theory. Okay, at the end of the day, there's no disagreement that this issue has been incredibly beneficial for Republicans. Because when we bring it to the surface, do you know what people don't want? Racist systems. And they don't believe that you fix the fact that there were different times in our history as a country that people have been mistreated because of their race. You know what they don't think the solution is? Mistreating other people because of their race. That's what this is. It's reverse racism. Well, you oppressed your great-great-grandfather who was white, oppressed his great-great-grandfather who was black. And therefore, we have to change the way we treat both of y'all today to make up for that. And here's what that looks like. Now, he gets health care that you don't get because of your great-great-grandfather's oppression against his grandfather. How do, where does this end? Which is why people keep saying it's a really bad idea. Because now, when the white kid who's born now gets to say, well, your dad kept this healthcare treatment away from my dad. And my dad was white and he was 63 years old and he got COVID and he died. And he asked for monoclonal antibodies and he was told no because you're white. And then they gave that treatment to a 33-year-old healthy Hispanic man named Luke Macias because I fit the criteria. What was the criteria? I'm Hispanic. Why didn't he get it? He's white. That is a horrible idea, and it shouldn't be where Texas is leading. Let me give you an idea. 
Every single Republican governor should be doing this. Okay, we just saw in Virginia a roadmap, a roadmap to Republican domination. So if you wanted to dominate your state even more, why would you not just stop it? Stop using race as a criteria. And if the federal government comes and says, we will not give you monoclonal antibody treatments, you say, Joe Biden is making Texas be racist in our healthcare system, and we're not playing that game. Why wouldn't you take and say less black people and Hispanic people and white people and Asian people, all of them are going to get less? Because the federal government won't give us any because we won't divvy it up by race. Make them send the race police to say you must be racist in the way you institute this program. This stuff needs to stop happening. Here's the problem, though. Department of Family Protective Services. We're not pushing state employees through critical race theory training because the feds have mandated it. That's that's our own state agency doing it. Funded by you, the Texas taxpayer, administered and overseen by the governor and his appointees directly to the Department of Family Protective Services. That's what's going on. This isn't all the Fed's fault. And the sooner we realize that these are major problems that our current elected elite just don't want to deal with, the better off we'll be as a state because you have to be aware of where you're at in order to actually have a chance to solve the problem. I really think y'all should just get a 23andMe. If you're a white person, if you're an Asian person, you probably just need to get it. Honestly, I'm not a uh, I'm not a regular consumer of South Park before I show you this clip. Um, and so, and just for, you know, parents, if you're listening to this, like this clip is fine. I don't think there's any problems in it. And so... Uh, I'm not, but this got brought up to me over the last like 48 hours when we were talking um, about this issue. And honestly, I, 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 it just fits so well. So we're going to play this one minute clip um, uh, and you can uh, just see the type of world. Like this is when, this is why the Babylon Bee does so well. Like the parody, the apps, like the things that just got completely made up are now becoming reality. So, take a listen. Hey, you. That's right, you. Wouldn't you like to know the story of you? What makes you, you? DNA and Me is a genetic service that can help you find out exactly who your ancestors were. You might be surprised. I thought I was just a standard white guy, but DNA and Me showed that I'm actually 4.2% Cherokee Indian. Turns out I'm not totally white. I'm also part Northern Asian and even some Kurdish. I'm a victim of oppression. The test is easy. Simply swab the inside of your mouth and send it into our labs. People made fun of me for being French. DNA and me showed I was 8% Navajo. Nobody's making fun of me now or my people who are victims. I'm 13% victim. I'm 21% victim. Order now and find out if your friends should be more sympathetic towards you. DNA and me. Are you in? There you have it. Texas in 2021. It's something else. It really is. In case you can't tell, I'm not real happy. And I guess for me, again, I, I still get the treatment. 
But if you're one of our Asian or white listeners, or even like Native Americans aren't even on this thing. I mean, if you're like Cherokee, Cheyenne, whatever, you're, you're messed up too. You're screwed with us. Well, I guess not us because I'm Hispanic. I kind of forget who I, I'm with sometimes. I tell people like if Hispanics take over, I'll be Hispanic. Okay. Um, but isn't that the crazy thing? Like when I talk like this, of course, all of you are like, oh, my gosh. Th- this is where we're at. This is where America is. We're dividing everybody up into your little racial ethnicity groups. And they're like, you get treated this way, you get treated this way. We should not do that. Our complaints about the past is that that's where we've been. Martin Luther King says, I'm dreaming of a day where the color of your skin doesn't matter. It's the content of your character. Well, let me just tell you this. The content of your character ain't going to help you get jack when it comes to COVID treatment. It's all the color of your skin. And maybe a 23andMe uh, subscription. So take that, get that, and if you get COVID, you better go there and say, I don't care if my name is Wayne Smith. It says right here, my great-great-great-grandfather fell in love with, you know, I don't know, uh, Yolanda. She's Hispanic. Great-great-great-great-grandmother. Give me the monoclonal antibodies. And that's where we're driving people. It's not going to end well. We need to stop it. And Texas needs to stop it. It's not okay. It's not okay. Um, episode 122. Uh, of the Luke Messiah show is titled Race Does Not Define Texans. And uh, I was thinking about it just in um, as I was preparing for this. So if you haven't gone and listened to episode 122, I think it would be good um, because that was back in July. And um, and I I did that episode as a direct rebuttal to critical race theory. Race doesn't define Texans. It should not. It cannot. It will not. We won't let it. And if you're a Texan that agrees with me, great. And if you're a Texan that wants to divide us by race, you probably shouldn't be listening to the Luke Messiah show. I mean, I hope you do continue to, but it wouldn't, I would assume that this would not align. With your views. I hope that more of you are speaking out. I hope that you're able to take this information and send it to people you know and say, what the heck is happening? Listen to this. Tell me we don't have a problem in Texas. Listen to the phone calls. Read the documentation at DFPS. See what's going on. This is where Texas is heading. Stop it. We can't even do this in red states. We can't stop the racism in the red states. You think we're going to stop it in the blue states? Thank you for listening this week. I hope this has been insightful, maybe not encouraging, but encouraging to the point that you're more aware and now you are empowered to do something about it if it's something that you, like me, agree should not happen. God bless you. God bless Texas. I'll see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to The Luke Messias Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.